This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. Let's go to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. We're talking with the great Terry Francona. I know everybody poo-poos baseball fights. They're like, hey, you go out there and everybody's just talking yeah. and shoving. But when you get out there, man, those guys are big. They they get after yeah. it. And when they get after it, man, look out. It makes you a little nervous. Robin Ventura still won't talk about Nolan Ryan to, to this day. <laughs> he wants nothing with that conversation. Listen to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy Ott, as we continue our NFL previews, we look at the NFC East today in a Sports Better's Paradise uh, on the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. A couple of professional sports gamblers, Randy McKay, uh, based out of Colorado, and Aaron Renning, who's with us a lot, uh, especially during the NBA season. We're still a little bit smart over that Boston Celtics blown lead in the finals, but uh, we made a lot of money along the way. Aaron Renning is with us in Las Vegas. And um, the NFC East... Dallas, uh, the plus-125 favorite. The Philadelphia Eagles, they've made some improvements. Um, kind of a, kind of similar to what the Miami approach was. So, okay, let's see what we got. Uh, we're going to give uh, improve the supporting cast around our quarterback, see if he's the guy with multiple number ones next year, if he's not. Washington, uh, weak at the all-important position of ownership at plus-750. And the Giants, they made a couple of top 10 picks to improve their pass rush and their pass protection, but still a long way to go. Randy, overall thoughts for the NFC East this year? Yeah, I think it's going to be a hard-fought division. It'll be pretty close. Uh, one thing we got to really say about these teams is they got an easy strength of the schedule. Like the Eagles probably got the easiest one, draw a whole bunch. So we're looking at that. And it should be a, you know, it should be a in the trenches type division. I think a lot of games will be going under the total. There might be, you know, a few game outliers, but uh, you know, you got new quarterbacks, you got uh, teams like to run the ball, so definitely look at uh, under the total as far as this division goes. Er, some overall thoughts, and yes, I, I heard you kind of chime in a little bit, uh, being paired up with the NFC North and the AFC South, especially, but also having you know the uh, the the Commanders and the Giants in your division sets up for an easier schedule. Yeah, you know, we talked about the easier, the tougher schedules for you know Pittsburgh Steelers that division yesterday, and it's really the opposite uh, today. The NFC East, um, pretty much all these teams have much easier schedules. So, you know, we'll talk about this with the teams. So I kind of focus more on betting uh, a couple teams over the total, over season wins, uh, rather than under season wins. All right, let's start with the uh, first one. And the Dallas Cowboys right now at Bet Rivers, they are, their win total is 10.5, uh, juice to the under at minus 143. 
Uh, the yes-no playoffs, uh, to make the playoffs, minus 245. The no is plus uh, 195. Interesting. I, th- I found this a little bit interesting, and pro football focus is a nice tool. It's not the end-all by any means, but they rank their offensive line play in 2021 as number one uh, in the league. I kind of see it, uh, that, that unit as declining and losing a couple of linemen as well. Um they, the, the biggest question to me is, has the window closed on their opportunity to kind of really make a deep run? I kind of, I kind of get that sense. Uh, they're 20 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, Randy, plus 850 to win the NFC, plus a $20, uh, $1.25, like I said, to win the NFC East. Yeah, I'm not high on this team at all. Um, they got one of the, uh, my uh, least favorite coaches probably of all time and one of my favorite to bet against, and McCarthy. He uh, makes a lot of strategy mistakes. And if you follow in-game, a lot of the time when he makes one of those mistakes, it actually goes against him. And you can see in the in-game line how bad of a mistake he's made over the years in some of his in-game mistakes. So that's the number one thing I don't like about this team. And the number two you brought up, I mean, how is this team number one offensive line? I mean, they got about an average offensive line at best, in my opinion, right now, because it used to be one of the best. You know, they still got that good guard, Zach Martin, but, uh, you know, their Smith, uh, he's gone downhill. Uh, you know, Prescott's a decent quarterback. I mean, he's he's up there. I mean, he's more of a front runner. He's more of a cover quarterback or cover uh, as an underdog quarterback than he is a favorite. I would definitely bet against it, especially when he was at Mississippi State as well. And uh, and he lost a lot of wide receivers. I mean, he lost Wilson. You lose a Cooper. And uh, he has wide receivers down right now. And uh, I just see this team struggling. And I bet him under 10.5 pretty strong. And I would look uh, no. I haven't bet, pulled the trigger on that. No on them to make the playoffs. RDR, the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much on the same page, uh, except I didn't bet anything uh, on Dallas, but um, I did bet against them, I guess, to, to win the division. We'll talk about that probably on one of the next teams uh, we'll talk about. Uh, that, and, and again, some of that is just uh, with the easier uh, schedule uh, to bet not to make the playoffs. You know, the, the NFC East obviously is not that tough, but certainly that's the way I lean and, and that's the way I would look. Uh, to bet those things. I mean, last year, 12-5 and five straight up, 13-4 and four, uh, against the spread. A couple things with the, the Cowboys that I expect to regress. Um, I, I absolutely have no idea how that defense performed as well as it did. I mean, Dan Quinn did a, an amazing job. Uh, DVOA, they're ranked number two defensively. Uh, but again, from a personnel standpoint, it really... It just didn't quite add up for me. I would expect uh, that to fall down or fall off to the middle of the pack. Uh, the second thing uh, that went with that was the turnovers. Uh, Cowboys plus 14 in turnovers. They forced turnovers uh, from a defensive perspective on uh, almost 20% of their drive, 17.5%. Uh, Those are just two things, you know, defense turnovers that uh, I don't expect uh, to go the way. Uh, of the Cowboys uh, this year, which would put uh, certainly more of the onus on McCarthy, uh, like uh, you know Randy talked about, uh, and, and it almost sets up if they get off to a a slower start. Certainly, um, the the start not like uh, last year. 
it's just kind of a lame duck season. So things could go south on this team in a hurry. And, you know, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, Jimmy. You know, looking at uh, kind of an alternate season uh, win under uh, where you're getting a, a bigger plus price, you know, under eight and a half plus whatever. Randy knows those uh, a little bit better than I do because I think it could go south in a hurry on this Cowboys team if if it does. Tampa Bay and Cincinnati, they open up with both at home, but both will be extremely tough games. And, hey, man, you, the, the, the Sean Payton, uh, you know, right. story looming over the head of, of McCarthy is – I mean, they, they, they cannot wait to pound that, uh, the first little slip-up that they has. Uh, that they have. Uh, ER, I will add to your point about their their defense and maybe it was misleading, and you saw it's Trayvon Diggs, uh, familiar with him at Alabama, and he's a risk-taker, and it took time, a little time, and he was very good, but he can be caught on some double moves and right. some things. They can, they can, I think – there's a book on him that they uh, they will adjust, and he will not have the same success uh, that he did early uh, in his uh, in his season last year. And uh, like I said, there's nothing like uh, distractions, like Dallas Cowboy distractions. And uh, I mean, it's you know, but the McCarthy thing, and we we can go through a bunch of uh, times where he is just how about how about the Dallas Philadelphia game last year where he just. Gave up a scoring opportunity where he had the ball like at midfield on Monday night. I mean, there's countless things. Green Bay kicking 18-yard field goals, uh, numerous in Seattle in the NFC Championship game. A lot of uh, mismanagement excuse. And we got to wonder, well, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't gotten back on his own, but still, you know, having that guy in his prime uh, for so long. Let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles had a second choice of plus 185. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Is back at uh, quarterback, but they bring in A.J. Brown. Uh, they have a couple of uh, top ten picks. Um, I mean, Devontae, look at the three wideouts. A, a number one, a number one, and a number uh, number two. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a second-round pick. Don't forget that Rieger was drafted one spot ahead of Justin Jefferson a few years ago as well. They have surrounded him. A lot of run make one look and run type for Jalen Hurts, but they he does put a lot of pressure on uh, on defenses with his legs. Um, he's got to develop as a passer, but I think as far as the regular season is concerned, the supporting cast and still, for instance, the Saints games, they could not defend his run and they defend everybody else, but the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Randy, 30-1 to to win the Super Bowl, 13-1 to to win NFC, plus 165, I'm sorry, 185 now to win the NFC East. Yeah, and like we've talked before, they got the uh, easiest strength of schedule, so that really benefits him. Um, I really like what Sirianni has done with this team. He looks like a decent coach. You know, first-year coaches, you never know what you're going to get. But uh, now we in the second year, I like the risks he takes. You know, I always start with the head coach when I break down these teams, and I'm pretty impressed with him. You know, this team isn't going to turn the ball over, so you're probably not going to lose a game that way. And that's one thing I like. I got ahead of the market as far as that goes. I mean, I bet the uh, over nine, and I usually don't take overs uh, in regular season wins because there's usually no value. But this one, I thought I get, had to get ahead of a market. I took over nine, and I took them uh, to win the division. at a. It's still a pretty good number if you want to take that one. That's still a pretty good bet. Um, they should start off four and two. I mean, they get uh, 
they get a buy here in week seven, which is probably a little earlier than they want. Um, there's not a whole lot of variance with this team. I mean, they're the biggest uh, favorites they have is uh, probably right around six and a half, seven, and they're only a four point dog at most in any of their spots. You know, they do have a little spot in their schedule that they have three road games that they finish up with, but you're getting a team with one of the better offensive lines, you know, with Kelsey and Lane Johnson as the main guys, and a very good defensive line, as we talked about before, too. You know, you got Fletcher Cox and you got, you know, guys coming back there and, you know, pretty decent defense. And, you know, I really like this team. I mean, they're, I like teams that don't turn the ball over and they should establish a run, and that should really help them. And, and these are the kind of teams I look to bet with. But, uh, of course, the market is ahead of that, and uh, we just gonna kind of wait and see as far as spots during the season. ER, and uh, that currently nine and a half, a juice to minus one th- to the over at minus one thirty nine. So that is uh, to make the playoffs minus one sixty seven. No, is plus one thirty seven. ER at Bet Rivers. Yeah, I, I think the and uh, certainly on the same page here as Randy once again. Um, hopefully that's a, a good sign. I, I would think it would be, uh, but but uh, you know. I thought the best way to play this and, you know, just try to make a case going against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I, I Again, we'll get to a couple of these teams. I don't think much of Washington. I think the Giants will be improved. But, you know, it's really the Dallas to me. It's Dallas or Philadelphia. So I, I, I would go ahead and bet Philadelphia uh, to win the division here. I thought that was the best way to play it. I did bet. Uh, some of them, uh, some uh, Eagles over season wins as well. But, you know, Randy hit it right. Um, you know, this team plays or expected to play. Um, kind of depends how it plays out. The the easiest schedule uh, in all of the NFL. And that, you know, it's kind of a twofold thing because this is one of the, you know, more perfect teams to, to hopefully play uh, an easier type of schedule because, you know, we saw it last year, uh, obviously for the Eagles against winning teams, uh, saw it last year in the playoffs against Tampa Bay, and that's certainly kind of a concern that you would have uh, for the Eagles. You saw this a little bit with um, after Lamar Jackson had his MVP year with Baltimore with that running offense. Teams obviously were able to adjust to it. So, uh, you know, teams will, will try and be able to adjust to what the Eagles are doing offensively. Uh, really in the second half of the season uh, last year. But again, if they have an easier schedule, uh, that would be more reason that you would expect the Eagles to, again, play uh, with the lead a little bit more. And, and if you play that style with Hurts uh, and you know stay ahead of the sticks, be able to run the football, obviously it helps uh, when you can play a, a lighter or, or expected easier schedule. So uh, that's kind of a big bonus. Uh, for how this Eagles team is built. And, you know, I, I love the talent uh, around this Eagles team. Randy mentioned the offensive line. Obviously, they add A.J. Brown. Um, I didn't realize how good of friends him and Jalen Hurts uh, were at the time. And defensively, you know, disappointing last year. Uh, I mean, I don't think people really understand, you know, see you know how poor the defense was rated 25th uh dvoa but boy they add some uh big time names to the list obviously reddick uh bradbury they get Jay, uh graham back uh into the fold as well so you know as i expect the dallas cowboys defense to regress i expect the eagles defense uh to get better obviously again the wild card is jalen hurts and 
uh, certainly still not sold on him. He worked with Tom House, worked hard in the offseason. Uh, he gets along with his teammates uh, really well. So I'm um, going to hope that he uh, turns out well here. Uh, again, Eagles to win the division. I, I, I've got a strong opinion of Jalen Hurts. We watched him real close. And, I mean, Lane Kiffin came in and identified that, you know, at, uh, in Tuscaloosa and found out that he, he was not a comfortable passer. So he made it real easy through screen passers lateral uh, just about all the, the whole year. They gave him the offensive player of the year in the SEC because that Bama won a lot of a lot of games. But I know this, that there was never a snap the game where he didn't take a snap for Alabama where they didn't have more talent than the uh, the opponent. Right. I saw him at Oklahoma uh, the same way until they played LSU in the semifinal, and we know what happened there when he finally faced a team with more talent. So we, 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 we reward the quarterback for team accomplishments all, way too much at all levels of football. I think he makes a bad team better. I think he, 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 he is a headache because he has a – he could be an NFL running back. I think the Eagles will be okay in the regular season. But as you saw when it comes to playoff time, he has a ceiling. And if he doesn't develop as a passer, when it's third and seven, third yeah. and nine, and Devontae Smith's got his hand wide open and he's just not looking that way, um, there's going to be limits on what they can do. And I'm real interested to see how this all works out. And I'll start with you, Randy, because I, I, I just don't know – he at this point, and he may be working on it. Uh, er, no doubt, accurate uh, reports on he's a a good locker room guy. And all right, and and he's he's a tough guy. He's a but as a passer, if he's going to try and make a run at the Super Bowl, he's got a long way to go. Randy, your your thoughts first. Yeah, and if he struggles here, they have uh, Minshew sitting there, and I I could see definitely Sirianni going to Minshew, who's proven himself to be a pretty good NFL quarterback at times and probably one of the best backups in the league. So if he struggles and he's got all the weapons to be good, I mean, you got those wide receivers now, you got Dallas Goddard at tight end. I mean, they got very impressive uh, weaponry there and the running backs are good. You know, they got a good pass catcher on the backfield there on that third down back. Uh, yeah, he's got all the talent, but if he struggles, I can see Minshew uh, and he did it a couple times last year, uh, taking the realm here and uh, moving this team right along. Er, that's funny that they mentioned Minshew because a lot of people were making a case because the Saints had such poor backup quarterback play last year that they wish they would have had Andy Dalton on their roster last year. Well, he's there this year, and they're making a case because of how many starts that he has, and that's valuable stuff for a backup quarterback. But I made the case. I said, I think I saw one better. I think I got one backup quarter. I know it's preseason. But exactly, Gardner Minshew, and he looked sharp again. He gets the ball out quick, and that's the thing he does that Jalen Hurts does not do at this point, ER. I mean, it might have higher upside within this offense. And again, this offense is going to be built more of a, a running-type offense, so it will be built around her, uh, what Hurts can do. And you know, that's that's the big question, Jamie. And again, I, I read a lot about how Hurts tried to improve himself um, as a passer uh, this year in the off season, and you know really how hard he works. You, I've read these articles for you know three or four years on Hertz. You have to remember, obviously, going back to Alabama where he gets uh, pulled for Tua. Uh, you know, if he doesn't get pulled, Alabama probably doesn't win the national championship. No doubt. Um, in that game, so you know, 
I don't know how much better he can improve. You kind of are what you are. He's not going to be able to see the field as well. He's not going to be that accurate. Again, um, against lesser competition against this schedule, uh, he should be okay. But you know, going back to like we saw in Tampa Bay, he had no chance uh, against a team that st- – uh, and again, Tampa Bay was kind of custom-built for this Eagles team because they're so good at stopping the run. But, you know, again, teams just put – everything into stopping the run and, hey, let, let Jalen Hurts beat you. But, again, he has weapons uh, to worth, work with, etc. So it'll be an interesting year. But, yeah, uh, I mean, you have to be concerned about the limited upside here. All right, uh, let's move on to the Washington Commanders. 80-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. We'll skip that. Don't even bother with that. Plus 550 to win the division. Their over-under is a win total 7.5, uh, juiced to the over at minus 134. Carson Wentz comes in, and, um, you know, his numbers with the Colts were not terrible, but the colossal game-changing, game-altering, game-deciding plays were unforgettable uh, last year with the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I, Randy, there was there was no player I screamed more at the TV than Carson Wentz uh, last year for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, he drove me absolutely nuts. We, As I said earlier, we get the all-important position of ownership. Uh, boy, this this is tempting to take the under uh, with this struggling franchise. Yeah, and of course, Carson Wentz is uh, from my home state of North Dakota, so he's beloved there and I love him as well. But uh, yeah, he struggles. Ever since the knee injury, he just hasn't been right. And, uh, you know, you got a di- above average coach and, uh, you know, cancer survivor and Ron Rivera. I think that's a, it'll be a good influence on him. Hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, he's got some weapons there. They got, uh, Dotson, they got him and, uh, number one pick. And then they got, uh, they signed Terry McLaurin back. Who's a very good wide receiver. And they got this kid at uh, running back. I've been reading about that might get the starting job. This Robinson jr. I don't know a whole lot about him, but uh, I, I read where he's going to get the starting job, and I took a little shot at him at 50-1 to 1 to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. So there's a little jam out there for you guys. Um, uh, their offense is average, you know, actually below average uh, last year. Their defense should be very strong, but we just got the news today that Chase Young's going to be out the first four games. So that's, their defensive line is still really strong without Chase Young. But their def- if they don't get pass rush, their defensive backs are, are bad in the back secondary there. And they, they got exposed there last year, and that was one of the reasons they had a poor season. And, uh, you know, you got Del Rio, too. You got uh, Rivera. You got veteran coaches, which – but this team I'm just kind of down on. I mean, their offensive line is, you know, nothing spectacular. I mean, it's just – I mean, their ceiling could be maybe nine wins at most. You know, they look like a seven-win team, seven-eight-win team at best, and uh, I agree with you. That that looks like a pretty decent total maybe to look at. All right, uh, ER, the commanders. Uh, yeah, the um, <laughs> it's kind of the big, the big three for me and maybe the little three, but I, I think Washington is one of the worst uh, organizations in the NFL in all sports. Uh, really, from the top down, uh, it's just a struggle. So, you know, from that point, I'm really not a big Ron Rivera fan, never have been uh, as far as uh, head coach. And now, 
with the addition of Carson Wentz. So, you know, if you're looking for an outlook uh, on a team over a 17-game schedule, um, you know, Washington just, you know, has a lot of strikes against it for me uh, right away. And it is such a quarterback league. And, you know, Carson Wentz kind of is what he is at this point. I mean, he was dreadful uh, for the Eagles a couple of years ago and, and really had every opportunity uh, to make good last year uh, with the Colts. And he did put up, you know, really good numbers uh, with the Colts. With that said, the Colts couldn't wait to get rid of him uh, as fast as they could as soon as the season was over. So, again, just big red flags. He's not an accurate guy. Um, so it's it's just a mess uh, from, again, the top of the organization uh, to the quarterback position. Uh, but, you know, it goes back to that schedule. Uh, last year uh, played arguably the toughest schedule in the NFL. They go to the complete opposite of that. So at least as of now, I haven't played this team under the total. I'll still look to do that. Uh, as Randy talked about, Chase Young uh, now going to be out for the first uh, four games, and you just don't know how effective he's going to be. Uh, you know, it's such a talented defense, and uh, especially with that front, and they just completely underachieved uh, last year, ranked 27th uh, from a defensive persper- uh, perspective. Uh, so again, just re- red flags all over the place uh, for Washington. Yeah, they've got to be better. They've got to do it uh, with their defense and how they got to that uh, the playoff game the first year. Uh, when they lost to Tampa Bay uh, in the wild card round. And, yeah, Frank Reich, we all know that he 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 thought he could bring Wentz in and he would be fine with them. And he let him – I mean, couldn't wait to get rid of him. Yeah. And keep in mind, Wentz had one of the best running games in the NFL to make it so much easier on himself oh. as well. I, I can't remember – fans ever going to the stands with a same run the damn ball sides in the stands. I mean, he had everything as former offensive coordinator. I mean, everything you could possibly think, you know, maybe he didn't have the best wide receivers in the world, but yeah, they, they couldn't wait. I couldn't get him out of the, couldn't get him out of there fast enough. It's going to be much tougher uh, in Washington. And it's a shame because he was on it. He was on his way to an MVP season that year when he kind of got helicoptered in the Coliseum uh, against the Rams. Um, but we all agree we're down on a uh, Washington and like the under there. Giants went total of seven and a half, but it is juiced to the under minus one fifty. Um, uh, new coach in Brian Dayball, uh, prove it year, I guess, for Daniel Jones. Uh, they they opted on the uh, fifth year. Did the Giants? They did get two top picks as we mentioned earlier. Kayvon Thibodeau, who got chopped, it's legal, but. A lot of uproar about that. Uh, he will uh, improve their uh, pass rush. Evan Neal will pro- uh, improve their pass protection, which has been tough. So that's part of the equation with Daniel Jones. Also part of the equation with Jones is Saquon looks like damaged goods uh, since he's uh, uh, suffered those uh, injuries. He loses one of his favorite targets, and Ingram, the tight end, is going to a Jacksonville. And Jones, the last two years, just 21 TDs and 17 interceptions. Randy, we'll start with you. The New York football Giants, uh, how do you see them? Uh, I see this team kind of as question marks all around. you got a, you got a first-year coach. You know, Dayball comes over from the Bills. You know, they've kind of went defense to offensive coach to defense and now, you know, back to an offensive coach, and we'll see what happens as far as that goes. I mean, 
I see a little upside, though, with Dable. I mean, maybe he can turn Jones around, but I just think Jones is too much of a turnover-prone quarterback and tries to do too much, it seems like, especially in big games. It seems like he always, you know, I've been on the Giants as an underdog and it always gives up that dumb turnover that cost me the spread, unfortunately. And uh, But the draft looks very promising. Of course, they got, you know, Tibbo and uh, Neal and, this uh, wide receiver looks pretty good, Robinson. He might, they even say he might be a starter. So that looks pretty strong as well. They don't, he doesn't have, not going to have many weapons except for Barkley that are going to really scare the defense. So it was the only problem. So if they don't develop a running game and uh, hopefully, you know, they've uh, addressed some of their offensive line issues, but uh, I don't see that being that strong. They lost a little bit on the defensive side as well. You know, they had to get rid of Bradbury, and like Aaron talked about on the last one, you know, they had to get rid of him, and that's going to hurt their D-backs, their defensive line. You know, not not the strongest, in my opinion. They do have Leonard Williams, who I think is their best player, you know, and he'll have to carry the defense. But, uh, yeah, not real, you know, kind of iffy on, I don't know which way to go with this Giants team. It's kind of a wait and see, in my opinion. And their schedule actually is little tougher than the other one because they somehow they got Baltimore on the schedule which I'm real high on and the other teams don't have to play them uh, which was kind of confusing to me I don't know how they got Baltimore on there but that's how the NFL works sometimes they have to add a to make it all work out on the scheduling so uh, you know it's all question mark for me as far as going forward with this uh, Giants team and uh, that's how I feel about it. I think Baltimore finished uh, third or fourth. I mean, they finished down. So they're, that's their, they're paired up uh, with the way they finished. That's, that's just bad luck because we know they're better than a usual third or fourth place team uh, in the division. Uh, ER, the Giants, I had them last year uh, to win uh, under the win total, and it was a it was a snoozer. It was an easy win. Uh, it could have been an alternate align opportunity last year. Yeah, I had it as well, uh, Jimmy. And, and, again, when I evaluate these teams – from a you know now 17 game perspective you know I, I i like to take the macro approach kind of the first way i look at teams and you know really start with the quarterback then go to the head coach uh go to the gm maybe the organization as a whole and you know last year was was pretty simple uh, i mean joe judge david gettleman about one of the worst combinations you could have uh from a gm coach perspective uh in the nfl so you know, on the heels of another awful season uh, for the Giants, four and thirteen straight up, six and eleven against the spread, and you do bring this new regime in, uh, Brian Dable, uh, etc. Um, you know, I, I'm looking to, you know, bet this team um, and, and look for this team to improve, uh, just because you know you kind of get this clown show uh, out of the way uh, with this team, so. Um, you know, a couple things to look positive, and I did bet this team over uh, season wins uh, this year. I'm probably a little bit less uh, on it now than I was maybe a month ago, but again, I'm looking for this team to kind of ascend and at least get better. Um, obviously, a lot comes down to that combination of Daniel Jones, as you mentioned, Barkley as well. Both these guys uh, in a contract year, uh, so it's important that they come out and play well. And again, you know, if you look at, you know, obviously the quarterback situation in Buffalo, 
um, how that was able to get better with uh, uh, Dable doing a good job and, and kind of tutoring them. So I think you have to leave the door open a little bit for Jones and see if he can improve it. Remember last year uh, when Jones was out, uh, I mean, that's when this Giants team really hit on hard times. I think he missed six games last year. They averaged 9.3 points per game uh, when he was not uh, available. And it, it goes to that schedule again. Uh, kind of the same way with all these teams in the NFC East. Played arguably one of the tougher schedules in the NFL last year. Now it goes to the complete opposite spectrum. So uh, they can play downhill instead of uphill. And I uh, took a shot here with the Giants over season wins. And interesting. Um, yeah, and I, I, I have to give Dayball uh, a big chunk of the uh, credit for developing uh, Josh Allen. Um, I mean – who, who has developed, you know, more? Now, now, look, Jones does not have the size, arm strength, athletic ability, the the whole shebang that uh, that Allen does. Yeah. But who's developed more in the last two years than him? I mean, did we go back to the uh, the, the wild card game where he's throwing the ball back against Houston and right. stuff like that? I mean, it, you know, uh, they were running. I, do would, I would like them to get out of the single wing and use some of their running backs because I don't like – running my franchise quarterback on design runs as much as Buffalo did. But Dable did a hell of a job uh, developing him. Uh, all right, Randy, so we're wrapping up here. Uh, under Dallas, uh, let me ask both of you, the sort of exacta Quinellas in this thing, there seems to be a pretty big gap between the top two and the bottom two uh, in this division. Would you uh, entertain the thought of uh, doing like a, a Dallas-Philadelphia uh, exacta or a Quinella? At the top, I, I will. I mean, I would certainly maybe look uh, that way, but I'm not going to bet it. I actually, again, a little bit down on Dallas. I have a small bet on the Giants to make the playoffs uh, okay. if things were to go right. So it's not it's certainly not a bad way to look, and it does set up uh, that way. But uh, at least for me, I'm going to hope it's a little bit different scenario. All right, uh, Randy, you have uh, under Dallas, uh, Philadelphia plus a dollar eighty-five to win the division, under Washington and under Giants. That seems about right. I I would kind of just I haven't really bet the Giants. Uh, of course, you never know. We might go to Tyrod Taylor, who's a decent uh, quarterback there too. We never did mention him, but uh, uh, as far as that team going, I'm kind of neutral, but definitely def- under on the out Washington team. Well, Sean Glennon's in the uh, rearview mirror. I think he are, huh? I mean, that was that was painful uh, last year watching right. him. Uh, da- er Dallas under, Philadelphia over, Washington under, Giants uh, over. Soft play on the Giants over, but a little shot at plus two forty five. Giants to win to uh, make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, actually, it was more uh, betting overs than under. So at this point, it's just leans on Dallas under. Uh, okay. Lean on Washington under. I'm, I, and I still might bet those before the season starts again. I uh, still have some time to kind of evaluate that. But um, I thought the Eagles was the best play to win the division. And then uh, I do have a bet on the Giants. As far as my bets currently, those are those. that's what I have. All right. Uh, so uh, ER strongest play is the Eagles uh, to win the division. All right. For Randy McKay and Aaron Renning, I'm Jimmy Ott. Uh, wrap it up. The NFC East preview here in Sports Betters Paradise. Part of the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider.